If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Navigator podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself. I'm Brian Strickland, the producer of the show, and we're excited to speak with Dr. Mike Smith of Life Extension this week. His many devoted fans describe him as the country doctor with a city education, and Dr. Smith is an author, national spokesperson, and senior health scientist for Life Extension the world's leading organization dedicated to helping people stay healthy and live better. So we hope you enjoy this conversation with Dr. Smith as we discuss the differences between fish and krill oil and the importance of having healthy fats in your diet. I'm so excited that you're listening to us today on the Holistic Navigator. And we have a topic and a guest today that I'm so excited to have on our show. Before I introduce him, I want to give you a little preface here, what we will be speaking about. Uh, You know, being that I've been in this world of nutrition for over 40 years, in fact, just celebrated our 40th anniversary last month, questions come at me from morning till night. Uh, People are in a state of great confusion because we're almost... uh, oversupplied with information because of the internet. And sometimes people just throw their hands up as far as help or helping themselves to come to an answer because you've got so much out there and you become uh, like analysis paralysis. Well, one of these questions that continues to prop up is we mostly know there's a huge benefit to raising our level of what we call omega-3 fatty acids. We all seem to know Probably that that generally, as far as food sources, comes from healthy fish like salmon and many of the others. But the thing is, marketing-wise, years ago, there was um, a, kind of a newer product coming out, I don't know, probably 10 years ago, maybe 12, called krill oil. And so many of my clients and, and people who are you know part of this nutrition conversation keep asking me, Should I do krill oil? Because I see all the ads about how much more bioavailable they are, how they're lower in the food chain. So that means they have less heavy metals, blank, 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 blank. And I have some, as always, some fairly strong uh, opinions personally on that, which which we're going to get into today. But uh, there's a company that I absolutely have respected probably as much or more than any company that I've dealt with in 40 years, and that is Life Extension Foundation. They're actually a nonprofit organization that that truly focuses on prevention, holistic, functional medicine, uh, and they scour the research of the world to always be on the cutting edge of everything. They actually have protocols on their website for many, many different health disorders, and we've followed those uh, to the T on some people for probably 12 years. And today we are so fortunate to have 
a physician from Life Extension. He is the director of education, um, medical physician for 15 years. And I have interviewed him one other time and uh, and been with him once. And he's fantastic as far as he's a walking encyclopedia. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this decision-making point of Krill versus regular Omega. Welcome, Dr. Mike from Life Extension. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And, you know, you and I have talked enough in the past uh, to know that, you know, we're on the same wavelength. We we have the same philosophical beliefs about health, foods, nutrition, inflammation. And we also realize that uh, that is a very confusing world for the normal consumer out there. And, you know, and and so let me hear your first off before I think I want to get into the exact question of krill versus omega. Let's talk just for a minute, if you will. Why would a person even want to consider raising their omega three levels in the body? Yeah, I mean that's a great question, right? So, um, and, and and by the way, there's there's ample research to support everything I'm I'm about to tell you, right? And and, and I even think more of the the conventional physicians. Um, following that conventional wisdom, even they are starting to understand there's a, there's a lot of really good research, clinical trials showing the benefits of, of omega threes. You know, I think, um, which by the way, I, I consider the, the omega threes to be a foundational supplement, right? This is, this is something everybody should be taking regardless of what your goals are, what you're doing. I mean, this is really that important. These omega, these omega threes, but at the end, at the at, right off the bat, the first thing we got to mention, obviously, and you, you kind of touched on this a little bit in your intro, inflammation, right? Um, there is no doubt that when you raise your blood level of omega-3s, and some studies have shown even just 10 to 15% higher, that's not significant, really. You can have a major impact on easing that chronic inflammation that tends to develop in us as, as we get older. And that's, that is so important because it's clear inflammation is the common denominator of all age related disorders that we that we face. I'm not saying it's all cause effect, right? I'm not saying inflammation causes all those, but inflammation, chronic inflammation specifically, plays a role in how chronic diseases develop, how they progress and what the outcome will be. So we definitely in terms of brain health, heart health, uh, eye health, immune health, we definitely want to raise the omega-3 levels in our in our blood so that way we ease inflammation but it it goes beyond that it's not just this vague easing inflammation statement that i make i think when i say that sometimes people don't fully understand what that means but but it is critical but the omega-3s have been shown to actually impact very specific disease states for instance you know omega-3s have been well proven now to be able to improve uh, depression symptoms and depression scores in people with major depression disorder. I mean, there's four or five clinical trials showing the benefit uh, of omega-3s in mood disorders, uh, macular degeneration, um, and, and, you know, and any, any issue. There's, there's three or four different retinal diseases that can occur as we get older, and it seems omega-3s can help protect the retina against all of those uh, age-related conditions in the eye. Obviously, we t- you know besides mood, you know omega threes clearly are, are shown to improve co- cognition and memory and even focus. 
Uh, so it just, it really does go, go on and on. And of course, lastly, cardiovascular disease, right? So we know that, that uh, heart disease is multifactorial. At Life Extension, we've actually identified 19 independent risk factors, not just the four or five your, your traditional conventional doctor knows, but 19. And, and when you look at these 19, uh, raising your omega-3 levels can actually impact many of those, of, uh, those risk factors. So heart disease, you know, brain issues, cognitive issues, neurodegeneration, um, uh, you know, ocular health mood issues. I mean, it just, it covers the whole, the whole gamut. And of course, at the heart of it is the fact that these amazing fats uh, play a role in easing inflammation at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah, please, this is a foundational nutrient. I want everybody taking them. <laughs> ah, what a wonderful summary of all the benefits. And the, the, the truth is that, you know, most individuals, uh, maybe at a certain time of history, they were actually eating enough of the foods to do this. And you can do it if you make very wise choices. In fact, I had a lady and we do a lot of blood analysis here for what we call functional medicine. And uh, I know part of the, the studies are showing that in some people's opinion, and I tend to lean this way, that the omega-3 levels tested in blood is considered the number one marker for mortality in some studies. And I have looked at 500 different people over the past probably five years, their omega-3 levels. And there, there were two people who had very high levels who did not supplement, but they were eating one entire can of the highest quality uh, uh, sardines every day. And one other one was eating a can of the, the, the type of salmon that would be the highest quality and they weren't supplementing, but everyone else seemed to require supplementation to raise their level to the right level. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. Most people aren't going to want to do a can of sardines every day. Right. I mean, and that's fine. Right. right. We're all, that's, that's great. I like sardines. I wouldn't eat a can a day. <laughs> No, and and I don't like sardines, so I'm definitely not going to eat it. And why would I? Because actually, you know, we've read it before that, uh, you know, the purity of the right omega-3 in supplements is far safer generally than trying to guess whether the fish was in the right place or not. Because wherever they swim, that's where the heavy metals will be found in toxins. And heavy metals are so devastatingly destructive to everything, including the mental state, the physical state. And, you know, the omega-3 levels, again, we have a, a actual psychiatrist, two of them here in our local area. And they're, you know, they really insist on their patients with bipolar, ADHD. Absolutely. Yeah. ADHD is a very interesting one, right? There's a couple of studies showing if just increasing the uh, omega-3 levels in kids with ADHD, just by about 20% had some dramatic, dramatic effect. Yes. And I always say, you know, when people come in, uh, my child has, you know, they're wanting to put him on medication. What do you recommend? Well, first off, I always say there's not a magic pill. We, we have a very complex system nutritionally and pharmaceuticals. They love to market with one pill, one cure all type of uh, mottos, but that's not fixing the system. And I love the fact that, you know, you always reference like the heart of the matter is what you said of omega-3 is reducing inflammation. Uh, two of the podcasts that we have done here on the Holistic Navigator, I was very, very uh, explaining and outspoken about this concept that if you want to age gracefully, you have to reduce inflammation. What's the best way to do it? There's not one magic 
uh, theory, but omega-3s have to be one of the early ones. Yeah, that's why I call them a foundational nutrient, right? That's, I mean, these are, you know, regardless of what your goals may be, what you're trying to accomplish, um, you know, maybe you have specific issues with the heart, brain, whatever, maybe you just want to be more healthy. It doesn't really matter. You you have to get started on on omegas. These and it's not just the easy inflammation. These important fats play a role in cell structure, brain cell structure. Um, so it it you know they they I mean they're critical. And and I encourage everybody to yes eat some fatty fish maybe a couple times a week, but then supplement every day. Um, you know, speaking of the the dosing um, of of omegas, uh, it is recommend the NIH. Uh, based on the cardiovascular benefits, does recommend, and this is from a couple different studies, uh, 500 milligrams of omega threes specifically every day, and that and that's an important point to make because what a lot of doctors are doing, um, and and I and I, I hate to say it, I think I've I've done this myself, um, recommending fish oil to people. I'll say something like, uh, take one to two grams of fish oil a day, or take two grams of fish oil a day. What people don't realize, though, is fish oil has a lot of different fats in it, not just the omega-3s, right? And you got to make sure that whatever product that you're, you've decided to buy in that serving is actually giving you, out of that two grams, let's say, is giving you at least 500 milligrams of total omega-3s. So keep that in mind that you just you don't want to just look for a fish oil that's one to two grams. You got to look on that back label. You got to identify the key omega-3s, which are EPA, DHA, and make sure they at least, and I say at least, I think it should be higher, but at least they add up to 500 milligrams. Hey everyone, we wanted to pause for a moment and tell you about this week's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Life Extension. Life Extension has been a trusted source of clinically studied vitamins and supplements for over 35 years. A well-known industry leader, their main focus has been centered on quality, purity, and potency. True innovators in the supplement industry, you can rest assured that with every Life Extension product you purchase, you're receiving one of the most effective, clinically dosed products on the market. Life extension. Stay healthy. Live better. Wow, that's that's what a important bullet point. And yes, I uh, echo that. And what I usually uh, advise people is when they say, "Oh, my doctor's told me to take a thousand milligrams," I say, "Let me show you something." And I'll pick a bottle off the shelf and say, "What most of the time these supplement companies are doing, which there's nothing wrong with this." They'll list a thousand milligrams on the front label, but that all that really means is, and I do it a very simple explanation, it's the size of the capsule or the size of the amount of oil. It does not tell you the active ingredients. I say, turn the bottle around, add up EPA, DHA. And of course I shoot for two, you know, 2000 milligrams a day personally, uh, and can certainly do less than that. But I really like to shoot for no less than a thousand and try my optimal is 2000 but I like that higher dose too. I, you know, one of the other things you can do for, you know, for the, for listeners, if, if uh, and this is just a general good rule of thumb and most uh, of the physicians I work with agree with this general rule is when you look at the go, yeah, turn it, turn that bottle around, get to that back label, look at, look at the total fish oil amount and you want to make sure your EPA and DHA are at least half of that. So if it's, if it's a 2000 
milligram bottle, you want to make sure your EPA and DHA add up to at least a thousand. That I think is a good quality product that's, that's dosed pretty well. Um, life extension, we do have fish oil. We dose it a little bit higher. Um, we're a little bit more than half. And I think that's even better, but just again, a good rule of thumb, you know, if, if your doctor says you need uh, a gram, a thousand milligrams a day of fish oil, you want to pick a product that would at least have that 500 milligrams of the omegas. And secondarily, which I know I don't want to get too much into this, that the sourcing of the oil has to been uh, really focused on to not have chemicals, heavy metals, or oxidation. If they produce it in an improper manner, it's not fresh. We're actually going to do more harm than good if we're introducing basically a oil that is rancid. It's and we all know, you know, if we've smelled, say, uh, a bag of nuts that we've had stored too long and we open it and that that terrible rancid smell hits our nose. Well, they kind of can stay hidden in fish oil sometimes. So you can see the, the just even your nose will tell you how unhealthy that is. Now, I'm looking here at a live extension, the uh, one that called clearly EPA slash DHA. And, you know, for four capsules, you're getting 1,500 milligrams of EPA and 1,000 of DHA for four capsules. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. And it really looks cool. I love this. I love the way this uh, soft gel actually uh, does does look. But again, if you look at that dosing, that's kind of what you want to see. You know, the the um, you know, the total fish oil concentrate is, I think, about thirty five hundred milligrams in that. So you're getting. If you're getting 1500 of the EPA, a thousand of the DHA, you know, giving you um, more than half really of what that total is. So we're giving you the right amount, uh, the right ratio, uh, ratio of those omega threes in that one product. Uh, You mentioned something too, about how it's processed and all that kind of stuff. There is a organization it's called IFOS. Um, It's the international fish oil standards. This is a third party uh, unbiased company that actually um, tests fish oils randomly and you could get a one star, which would be very bad all the way up to a five star. And I think, um, I personally wouldn't purchase a product that doesn't have a, a five star ranking from IFOS. That five star ranking means that it exceeds uh, world health organization standards for quality and purity. And so, you know, you're taking a good product. I love that. And you know, uh, the devil's in the details of all these kind of conversations about nutrition. And we try to be the gatekeeper for people at like doing this education because uh, it's, it's so important to find people that are trustworthy. And I certainly have found life extension to be that way. When you mentioned opening it, because I take so many supplements myself, I actually didn't remember uh, the look of it. It is, uh, you know, I'm a connoisseur of supplements. It is beautiful. (laughs) And it also has a wonderful smell. Uh, so I love that. Well, let's, let's segue into the kind of the, the major bullet point of this conversation, which is would a person, when they walk into any good nutrition store, would they want to choose something called krill oil over what we're looking at, which is regular omega. When I say regular omega, it can come from sardines. It can come from tilapia. It can come from many different sources, but krill is 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 something a little different, but explain that. And then let's talk about, is it a worthy of spending that extra money in order to get the omegas from krill? 
Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And, and, and I'm, I'm glad you're asking it because I know there's a lot of confusion. But before I answer that, let's the first thing I just want to say is just please get omega threes every day. <laughs> yep. You know, let's do if you if you decide krill over fish oil or fish oil over krill. Fine. We can have a debate of what might be better, or whatever, but get at least the 500 milligrams of omega threes at least every day. So don't get too. Like you mentioned, uh, you know, the paralysis by analysis, right? <laughs> Just don't let that happen. At some point, make a decision and start supplementing. That's, I just wanted to get that out there. Good, good. Um, but yeah, so there are, there are some s- subtle differences. Um, you know, th- they both are producing the omega-3s, uh, EPAs, DHAs, and there's other like mid, uh, what we call uh, middle chain or um little smaller chain omega threes that you'll find in, in, in both. So at the end of the day, it is, it is still all about omega threes. Um, there are, there is some evidence that krill omegas may absorb better. There's been a couple of studies published recently showing a little bit of a higher plasma concentration with krill versus fish oil. However, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was statistically significant, the difference, Um, you know, maybe doing krill would raise for some people, their blood level, if they did it consistently, say in a month, 25% where fish oil might do it 20%. So, so there is some evidence that krill may absorb better. And if that's, if, and if your goal is a higher and higher plasma level, maybe it's worth the, 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 the expense of krill, because that's the other side thing is, you know, krill is a little bit more expensive. Uh, than fish oil. It's a little bit harder to um, process the omegas from krill versus fish sources. So you're going to find that the price is a little bit higher um, in krill. And, and and there's some other little things to talk about. For instance, um, you know, it looks like there was a couple studies that came out in 2013 that found, um, again, after about four weeks, I think that's a good by the way, when you start supplementing with fish oil, if you want to know how your blood level is being impacted, um, you can test that. There are tests out there, and it, but give it about a month. Most of the studies give it four weeks. Um, again, a little bit higher EPA DHA levels um, in uh, in people with krill. And it, it did seem that krill had a little bit better effect in some of these studies on joint issues and joint pain and joint inflammation. Um, whereas the fish oil seems to do a little bit better, more with the generalized systemic inflammation. So if you're a cardiovascular patient and systemic inflammation is important to you, fish oil might be a better way to go. If you're a rheumatoid arthritis patient, um, it, it looks like maybe krill um, might be a, a better way to go. At the end of the day, it's all omega-3s. Krill maybe absorb a little bit better. Uh, it is a little bit more expensive. Krill seems to have a better effect on joints, fish oil, a little bit better effect on the heart. Um, people do also debate how these omega-3s are stored up in the body. Krill stores up as phospholipids and the uh, fish oil stores up at triglycerides. And when everybody, whenever, and when someone hears that, they hear, you know, fish oil gets stored as triglycerides, that scares them. However, there's really been no consistent study that has shown that taking fish oil will raise triglyceride levels. They're stored as triglycerides, but they're not necessarily raising the plasma level. So don't let that scare you. So I think there's a little less difference between this phospholipid form and the triglyceride form based on the current research looking at does 
fish oil increase triglycerides. And that is not clear in the research at this point. So that's just kind of a nice little breakdown. At the end of the day, remember the omega-3s are foundational. Please take them, <laughs> make that decision and go for it. Uh, the wonderful synopsis of that. And my take on it is like, I'm just sitting here looking at life extension. If you only did two capsules of life extension, you are going to get 1250 milligrams of combined EPA DHA. And I'm looking at a, a very well-known brand of krill oil. Two capsules of that will give 180 milligrams a day. So we're looking at 1250 to 180. Yes, it's better absorbed. Uh, but I don't know if you, you know, when I look at people's blood work again on omega-3s, I'm not saying if they follow the boxes, instructions, directions, it isn't raising the blood level of omega-3 that you can get from doing something like life extensions and that higher dose of pure product. But again, if a person has compromised systems, maybe the krill won't be a choice for the absorption. And like you mentioned, rheumatoid arthritis, it seems to have an affinity for certainly a few things. Again, I am Mr. Supplement Guru of all time. And I'm just like, okay, if I'm not really sure, hell, let's just take both of them. You know, I'll take one or two krill. And I'll take two or three omegas. Well, you know, and, and we appreciate that life extension. We've combined the two. We have a we have a fish oil krill product. If that's right. Make it easier for you. Personally, I've always just done the fish oil. I haven't. I, I feel like, I, and I do test my blood levels. Um, and uh, you know, I I do two to four grams a day, and my blood levels have have been optimal for many years now. So the fish oil works just fine for me, and I feel like I'm getting a nice benefit. Now, how do you test? Are you doing the finger prick or are you doing a regular blood draw? Yeah, no, we do the Omega score, Ted, which is a finger prick. And that 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 um, just recently has been clinically validated. So I'm, I'm fine with the finger prick. So okay. that's what we that's what we use here in support. How would a person get that test? Oh, you call life extension. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's real simple. Um, and it's uh, something you can do in at your own home. It's a little kit that we would mail to you. You prick your finger. It doesn't hurt. It's not that bad. You just then dab the blood on this little piece of paper. And within a week, you'll have uh, your your omega levels all laid out. And, and it's not just looking at EPA, DHA. It's looking at the total omegas in your blood, the the EPA, the DHA, these these medium chain ones. So, you know, there's a lot of different types of omega threes. We also look at your omega six because we want to make sure that you have a nice balance between omega three and omega six. Right. I don't know if we have time to talk about that, but it help you look at that ratio, which I, which I also think is important as well. Uh, about what is the approximate cost of that test? Oh, you know, I don't know. I could look it up real quick. You got me. Well, I, I'm guessing because I've done three or four, but it's been some time and I'm guessing around $100, $120, somewhere in that range. Yeah, it looks like we have two. We have one that's called the Omega-3 Index Plus. That's $105. And actually, um, you know, at Life Extension, we have what's called your price because of our reward program. And it's only um, $80. Mm -hmm. And then the, there's another one that's a little more comprehensive. That's 130 re, 132 retail, but you can get a Life Extension for $100. Wow. So I guessed pretty well, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Good job. You did. I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, and, and yes, we don't have time to talk about Omega-6, but the, the whole... 15 second bullet point is mega six. We need a little of that, but we don't need it out of range because that's what kind of dominates uh, a lot of inflammation. And so we have a ton of omega six and not enough of three. You're feeding the fire. They're feeding the fire of fast aging, they're feeding the fire of higher disease rates. And so back in the history, when people were healthier, 
we ate a ratio that was modestly close between three and and omega six. Today, the American citizens eating about ten to twenty times higher omega six than they do omega three. If a person wants to access uh, Life Extension, what is the website and wh- how would they go about ordering or talking? Or and and I love if you want to mention the health uh, counselors at Life Extension for more help. What a service! Yeah, so lifeextension.com. Uh, the website's very easy to navigate to different products, labs, to uh, all the education material that we have. So just lifeextension.com. But we also um, on the bottom of the homepage, you'll see a number. Um, and that number is, uh, to the wellness specialist. And I, I gotta tell you, I don't know of any other foundation or company that does this. We, we have doctors, we have fitness trainers, nurses, um, we have clinical nutritionists, registered dietitians who, who are on the phone. You can call and ask anything you, you can, you can call and ask why, why did my doctor prescribe this drug? Or is this drug going to interfere with this supplement? Or what's the best supplements for X, Y, Z? I mean, they will sit, they will spend the time with you um, in, in helping you understand what, what may be going on in your life. We'll help you understand how to build a regimen, make sure that regimen is going to work for you. If you get the labs like the omega-3 index that we have, the, we have doctors that will spend as much as 30 minutes to an hour on the phone with you explaining those results and what it means to you and what you should do about those results. And so I, that's just a service that's unheard of and it's amazing and awesome. And yes, please take advantage of that. Oh man. You know, that is life-saving information because people feel so paralyzed by having a hope that they can go into their regular physician and have these conversations. And when you and I know it is not happening, in fact, I think it's getting worse because of the handcuffs uh, that are put on healthcare professionals I'll say this often, the people involved in the healthcare system are really good people as a general rule, but it's the system that's broke and it's breaking the people. And you, if you think you're going to get this information at, by getting a physical, you are clueless and you can't. You have to assemble a team. And I always speak about putting a team approach together. It doesn't mean you get rid of your regular doc. You go there for the needs that he offers or he, she offers, but you have to have people like your people at Life Extension or or all the stuff that goes on with functional medicine in your own town or your and your health food store, if it's if it's privately owned and they really care about things, you have to put these pieces together or you're going to be subjected to the same woes that so many others are, which is a, you know, things are hitting 50 year olds now that used to hit 70 year olds. And why is that? Well, we could talk for five hours about it. But if you if you just pretend it's not going to happen you're sticking your head in the sand. And and I, I think I know you well enough to know you would agree with all of that. Yes, for sure. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah, and then that's really what we do. We try to empower people, right? You know, take, you know, you see yourself as uh, in, in the, in the, in the whole medical institutions and in the, in the, in the healthcare system, you really got to see yourself as your own champion, you know, and, um, and you question your doctors. And of course, always respectfully, I'm not saying be rude, but you know, if you're not sure about something, if you want to try something, um, you know, I think you, you need to stand up for yourself. Um, the old days where the doctor patient relationship was very paternal, right? Mm-hmm. I would tell you what to do and you just did it right. Those days really should be gone. And I, I think people need to be open to all the vast information out there and all the other alternative ways of, of, of looking at, health and wellness. And so life extension can be a partner with you in all of that. 
I love it. And you know, uh, how many people listening would go into a a cell phone store, go to Verizon and say, I want you to tell me which cell phone to get. No, no one would do that. You're going to pick the one that you need. And you're going to ask a lot of questions, right? Oh man. I I mean, we've all stood there while people asked 25 questions, but they need to get, they need to have information before they make decisions. And if you only listen to the one person, you're you're probably going to not win because most people walking in cell phone stores, stores are already pretty adequate with what their needs are. So they're ready to question. Well, Dr. Mike, as always, it's just a phenomenal opportunity for all of us to listen and learn from a, a noted expert like yourself. Well, thank you. I appreciate and, that. And, and if anyone else has questions, they can certainly email us at the Holistic Navigator. And we're going to do this again in a few months on a different topic. So best to you, Dr. Mike. Have a great day. Right, that's it for this week's episode of the Holistic Navigator podcast. Be sure to connect with us online at theholisticnavigator.com. And if you love this episode, be sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's really, really appreciated. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. <laughs>